you know me. I like to find Wikipedia articles of interest from time to time that I think are kind of weird. Oh, yeah, you do. I, I, they're always good reads, though. They're always good reads. So here's here's one of my favorites that I came across a bit ago that I, I look back on from time to time. The Wikipedia page for the phrase, speak of the devil. <laughs> I love doing this kind of thing. Speak of the devil is a short form of the idiom, speak of the devil, and he doth appear. So that's the full phrase. Kind of creepy, huh? Speak of the devil, and he'll appear in front of you. <laughs> Deriving from the Middle Ages, this proverb which was, and to a certain extent, still is rendered as talk of the devil, was a superstitious prohibition against speaking directly of the devil or of evil in general, which was considered to incite that party to appear, generally with unfortunate consequences. So the thing that I love about this is not only that the phrase is weird in its fullness, but that basically every language has its own version of speak of the devil. Oh my gosh, I just saw that. Yeah, so go down and you can see that there's all of these different phrases. Ugh. And they're pretty good. So we got an Afrikaans, speak of the devil and you step on his tail. <laughs> we got an Albanian. Remember the dog and prepare the stick. Huh. Yeah, so a bit different there, huh? Mention the cat and he will come jumping. <laughs> yeah, that's in Libyan Arabic. And there's also Saudi. When you mention the wolf, he comes. I like that one. Mm -hmm. I like the uh, Tanzanian one. Mention the lion, he eats you. <laughs> oh, man. These are good. When you speak about dogs, you better prepare a mace. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. That's... <laughs> we brought up the tail of the cat, and now here he comes jumping. It's <laughs> a long one. <laughs> that is a bit long. Speak of the dog, get a stone ready. My gosh, they really hate dogs. Finish, you know, really boils it down. Evil is where it's mentioned. I kind of dig that. <laughs> and there's a, there's a really good one for Swedish. Go down to that one. Let's see that. Let's see that. Swedish. <laughs> when you speak of the trolls, they stand in the entrance hall. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just a typical phrase. Yeah, just, just a typical Swedish saying. The next time that you think of the phrase, speak of the devil, I mean, you might want to switch it out for the Swedish version. When you speak of the trolls, they stand in the entrance hall. <laughs> I have this link. The best thing and the worst thing about this show is that I get to show you these links, but sometimes I hate having to hold on to them for this long. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. I totally feel you. And I found this picture, and I needed you to see it. Bro, did you see this? Welcome home, Joe. You still owe me $5. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So it's a photo of, like, the side of a road, like a embankment. And there's this guy holding a sign, yep. just, you know, wearing a white t-shirt, jeans, and it says, welcome home, Joe. You still owe me $5. There's so much that I love about it, but I love the fact that the sign really, it's pretty sloppy. It's a sloppy sign. <laughs> he didn't really account for centering the tech. The letting and the tracking is all wrong. Yeah, it is. It is bad. But that is why it's good. It's not even the same font. And I mean, it's a big sign. You know, I've, I've never done that. And one time I thought about doing it for a family member that was coming back. And I was like, I don't even know where I get a sign. 
I don't even know where I get a big piece of cardboard anymore or whatever the heck you use to make a sign. So it was too much. Yes, you do. Come on. Go. Where- Michael's. But I don't want to go to Michael's, Ben. No, dude. Like Office Office Depot, Walmart. They all have poster board. Oh, I really don't want to. Oh, man. You named every store that I never want to go to in, in sequential order. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you hate Walmart. I forgot. Yeah, exactly. So this, this is my problem is I don't want to be any of these places. Did you? Did you not go to Walmart as a kid? No, I went to Walmart. Yeah, no, it's just it's bad. Wait, are you gonna are you taking a pro Walmart stance because that's that's a problem for this friendship? Okay, actually, it's funny you bring this up. Okay, so definitely raised on Walmart. Okay, have no problem with it. All right, I don't know. I don't I don't have a problem with them, and things are really cheap there. Like I love getting cleaning supplies and like home goods. You know, easily like the disposable plates and things like that. You know, um, that they don't need to be high quality keep them cheap people that go to walmart horrible the employees that work there horrible but i mean it's fine it's like in and out mm. that wasn't that wasn't a ringing endorsement of walmart if i've ever heard one i know i know i just like <laughs> i convinced myself out of it basically you just have to keep your expectations low is what it is yeah but i hate low expectations i my expectations are sky high at all times for all experiences where do you where do you shop are you like target amazon oh but even for like regular like Amazon, always Amazon. <laughs> kind of, if I can help it, man. I think that the problem with something like Walmart for me is it's I am all about experience, and man, the experience of Walmart is bad from the parking lot to checkout. There's no experience. Yeah, it's it's just boring and bad, and the lighting is bad, and the layout is bad. You know, my least favorite store of all times is Marshalls, Ugh. Marshalls and Ross. You ever been to those kinds of stores? Ew, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate those. But my problem with Marshalls isn't the stuff. And same thing with Walmart. I mean, Walmart's got freaking everything. Walmart's a little bit more organized than Marshalls and Ross, though. That is a far leap. Yeah, but you... Like, Walmart's bad, but Marshalls and Ross is a free-for-all of just like, yeah, we don't care what shelf you put it on. We don't care what price you pay. <laughs> just put it on a shelf and put a sticker on it and call it good. That's fine. Yeah. That's enough. <laughs> and call it good. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't go to these places if I can help it. And by God, I can help it most days. So, <laughs> All right. Well, should we share some links with each other? Yeah. Want to send me one? <clears throat> Bro. Okay. Did you see that Hollywood Studios is going to rename, rename themselves? Oh, I heard about that. Someone said that they sent like a survey out or something. Yes. Yeah, so do you want to hear the list of their top contenders? So, okay, really quick. What they're doing though, right, is they're like, they're sending people like a survey and that survey must say something like, what names? How do you feel about these names? Yeah. So, I mean, these aren't necessarily like the names. They're probably, Yeah. They're in the running, though. I mean. I... And it's not going to be left up to a popular vote, but they're, they're testing these names. No, out. no, no. Yeah, if there's one that, like, this is racist, this is offensive, like, take that one off the list right away. Hollywood Studios at Disney World, it used to be called MGM Hollywood Studios, is that right? Yes, and then the partnership expired, and so then Disney, in, like, I think 2011? Something like that. I'm, I'm not, yeah, something like that, renamed it Hollywood Studios. And now, because they're adding Star Wars and Toy Story Land... They're changing the you know the name again. Yeah, because it's no longer about Hollywood whatsoever. Nor was it really ever. No, it's just about 
It's about their movie properties, but yeah, not just like Hollywood itself. They, they just got rid of that ride. They had like the Great Hollywood Ride or something like that, which I only ever went on yeah, once yeah. the last time that I went to Disney World. So good on me for checking that out before it shuttered forever. So it's pretty clear that the Hollywood days are over, which by the way, man, I mean, I feel like that's been coming for a while because I don't know if you ever noticed, but it always made me laugh whenever you drive into Disney World. It is so clear that Hollywood Studios is the one that has had the least amount of attention paid to its branding over the years. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Every Hollywood studio sign is like sun faded and like washed out <laughs> and just looks terrible yeah. compared to all the rest that are like brand new from a year or two ago. And every time that I would pass it, it'd be like, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be changed sooner rather than later. So, okay, let me hear the names. I want to hear them. Well, even crazier. So, <laughs> to the point that all the signs are faded and no one likes that park, I've never been to that park. You've never been? Because I could never convince enough people to <laughs> go like, to I it. don't want to go to that Because everyone's like, that's lame. I don't want to go there. Let's go to Epcot. There's food. Let's go to Magic Kingdom. It's like the classic. Let's go to Animal Kingdom. It's, you know, guy animals. I never have... And I always want to go to Hollywood because it, you know, seemed... You know, interesting. All right, real talk. There's obviously going to be a lot of reasons to go when they add like the 50 new properties that they're about to add to the studio. But right now, this uh, Toy Story ride exists called like Toy Story Mania or Toy Story Arcade or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And dude, that is one of the coolest rides I've ever been on. It's basically a drive-through video game where. Instead of, you know, have you ever been on the Buzz Lightyear ride where you have, like, the laser and you shoot the stuff in front of you? Yeah, how different is it from that? It's that same idea, but instead of shooting, like, random pieces of plastic that are around and maybe moving, it's literally you're moving from screen to screen to screen to screen with these huge high-definition screens that are all doing, like, very carnival-esque or, like, arcade type stuff. Oh, so is it a little bit like Spider-Man and The Simpsons meets... You know, like a shootout gallery type thing? Yeah, it's like a, a 3D sort of screen. And it doesn't feel like super immersive, but it just looks really good and it works really good. Because like a problem with that, right, would be you don't really feel like you're actually shooting anything because it's like off. But it literally feels like the bullet, which is – I think it's like a suction cup, like a plunger or something weird like that. Gotcha. Leaves your gun and enters into the world exactly where you thought it would. And it's really cool, man. It's a fun ride, so – Whenever you end up going, go to that. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. You would love it. But um, you'll never go. So um, on to the next. Man, once Star Wars Land exists, that's going to be the most popular park. So it's not going to take too Dude, long. Dude, I'll get, I'll get a year pass just for that. Okay, I want to hear these amazing names. Okay. Let me see the lamest one first. <laughs> XL Park. XL? <laughs> like, XL a, like a like, t-shirt? XL like extra large. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Um, cinematic park. Okay. I get what they're trying for there. It's not necessarily the best name of all time, but okay. Here's an even better one. Uh -huh. Cinemagine park. Oh, Cinemagine. <laughs> right? Like, mm, uh, Legends park. That's kind of cool. Apparently that speaks back to like some old Disney heritage or something like that. And they've been they've been saying that lately, like Disney Legends or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have uh, Beyond Park. Beyond Good and Evil. They have Storyverse, Storyverse Park. That's kind of, that's kind of cool. I don't... Uh, I mean, yeah, it feels a little too fantasy for the properties. It works for Toy Story. It does not work for Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Kaleidoscope Park. Oh, man, that feels a bit... Much. Yeah, it feels a bit much. You're right. <laughs> 
Like, if they named that in the 70s, like, okay, it's cl- just go to Kaleidoscope Park, guys. You know, wouldn't have a problem with it. But in 2017, like, you guys can do better. Um, they have... Okay, so the the one that is probably a favorite among, you know, people that I've been reading online yeah. is Hyperia Park. Hyperia. Okay, that's kind of cool. feels original. So Hyperia actually was, like, the original company that Disney was way back when. Oh, that's that's actually neat. So, yeah, that one, I'm, I'm okay. It's weird. And it, like, hurts my ear a little bit. Mm-hmm. Takes some getting used to. Yeah, I think I could learn to love it. I, I bet they go with that. Because it's going to be really Pixar land, Star Wars land. And then the only other ride that I can think of that's huge there is Tower of Terror, which is probably going to be rebranded to the Guardians of the Galaxy thing sooner or later, don't you think? Yeah, probably, probably. Absolutely. Yeah, so those are the big things these days, right? Yeah, yeah. And I also think they need to keep it a little bit open. Hyperia works in this vein. They need to keep it open if they ever get the rights back to, like, superhero stuff. Right, exactly. Because that's the thing is Pixar and Star Wars are pretty different. Yeah. So it's hard to think of a name that fits both of them. But just saying this name is its own thing kind of works well. So way back when, when they first announced that Disney bought Marvel, I, like the nerd I am, like, was freaking out and wrote this huge in-depth breakdown of potential rides, names, concepts of restaurants, <laughs> and different, like, IP used in different ways. So I had, you know, a Pixar section of the park, I had a Marvel section of a park, and I had a Star Wars section before they announced Star Wars Land. So just saying, called it. <laughs> but anyways, I went simple and in my draft. I'll have to find it because it is pretty funny, actually. Uh, I just called it Adventureland. Okay. Simple. And it encapsulates all the things that are happening at the very things. And I know that's, like, real simple. It's true, though, yeah. Because think about, they have Epcot. I forget what that stands for, but they have Magic Kingdom. They have Animal Kingdom. And then Hollywood Studios. Right. Epcot stands for Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow, which is amazing. And a great use of an acronym that doesn't... You would never say that sentence aloud, but, you know, (laughs) Epcot sounds good. So, hey, let's make this... This acronym work. What's that called? It's like a acronym in reverse. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, not at all. I mean, wow. I'm sorry that I didn't know this. It's called a backronym. <laughs> when you make an acronym based on the word, like kill, and then you have to make up what the K-I-L-L stand for, but you know, you really just want to call it Project Kill. <laughs> I feel like that's what Epcot is. Yeah, you know, it's weird to me. It's weird to me that Hollywood Studios and Epcot don't have Kingdom because Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom do. Like, it's just weird that there's two parks that have this unifying theme, and then the rest of them just don't, which would never make sense for Epcot. And I don't, yeah, I don't know why, because in in Magic Kingdom, there's, like, Tomorrowland, there is, I feel like there's some other lands, but, yeah, they they didn't go with Kingdom, they didn't go with Land, Disneyland, they didn't go with World, none of the other, you know, established... Uh, nomenclature. Yeah. So, yeah, I wonder why they did that. I am surprised that they don't just call it, like, Cinematic Studios or something like that. Oh, they totally would. They totally would. I don't like that name. But, I mean, (laughs) it it, it is what they're trying to say is, hey, Star Wars is our cinematic property. Pixar has our cinematic properties. Come and be in that world. But, you know what? What's an interesting thing here is that the whole point of 
Hollywood studios was that you felt like you were in a back lot. But I don't think that works anymore. People want to be immersed in the world. They don't want to see the... The behind the scenes. And I hear that that's what they're trying to do with Star Wars is like make it legit. You know, this real, oh, I am now in Star Wars kind of vibe. Immersive experience. Yeah, so then that doesn't make sense to use studios anymore. So I think they're going to do something like Hyperia. And it's like grandiose enough and mysterious enough. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do the same thing for California Adventure. Is that what it's called? Yeah. It really it really bothers me, my OCD, that the two parks are not identical. And there's like discrepancies and differences. That's the fun. You got to No. It's like a it's like a spot the differences puzzle. No, I hate those. <laughs> okay. Did you know that Space Mountain in California plays music? And it doesn't in Florida. Are you sure? No. Dog, I feel like... I'm not sure. I feel like Space Mountain plays music in Florida. Speaking of Star Wars and Disney, I did see this tweet, and I just needed to share it with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, <sighs> it's a it's a tweet. The caption is, well, here's a theory, dot, 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 hashtag Game of Thrones. And it's a family portrait... The father, beautiful. it is beautiful. The father is Darth Maul of Star Wars fame. Then the mother is Elsa from the Frozen Disney movie of, of Let It Go fame. Of Let It Go fame. And then their child that they're holding is the Night King from Game of Thrones. Yeah. And he is of pure ice like his mother. <laughs> right. But he has horns on his head. Just like his father. Just like that. And, um, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of flawless. Like, I can't see any flaw. Like, it's perfect. <laughs> when you look at it, you think, yeah, that's that seems right. It's so right that it makes me think, wow, why didn't I see this so clearly? <laughs> I know. I'm not, even, I'm not even joking, too. If for real is perfect. I'm going to show. I don't personally watch Game of Thrones, but I'm going to show my roommates who are Game of Thrones Addicts. You're not a Game of Thrones guy. Ah, uh, no. You're not. You're not watching who gets that that final throne. No, man. Who gets to sit on that throne of swords? <laughs> you don't even watch it either. <laughs> Is that what happens? I don't know what happens. <laughs> no, dude. That that throne doesn't even mean anything. Oh, that throne man. means nothing. What? At least I think it means nothing, dude. I <laughs> I've watched bits and pieces of every episode. Hey, you know what we should do? What? We should start a Game of Thrones podcast. This is this is because this is excellent material. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Wait, should we should we watch I, it? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Just based off the episode title? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just can't watch anything that's so sad. It's such a sad show with sad things happening all the time for no reason except just to be sad and to make you sad. And I'm not about that. I don't want to give that seven seasons. <laughs> It only gets worse, bro. Okay. Give me a link. All right, bro. Did you see this? A retired couple has eaten every Cracker Barrel in America. Goals. (laughs) It only took 40 years, but Ray and Wilma Yoder accomplished their goal of visiting all 645 Cracker Barrel restaurants in the nation. That my first reaction is 40 years is a really long time. <laughs> but then 645 cracker barrels, that's that's a lot. That is too many. I got to I got to crunch the numbers here. That's 16 a year. Yeah. So, a couple every month, one or two every month for 40 years? They had to be hitting, you know, a new one every month. So, have they been on the road for 40 years? Who doesn't love cracker barrel? 
I hate Cracker Barrel. I couldn't tell you a single thing on a Cracker Barrel menu except uh, everything with butter, I would assume. And biscuits come with everything, I would wager. He said, we don't drive in the parking lot and say, now we're here. You know, they would go in and spend like a little money, like buy a piece of candy, buy a coffee. So I don't think they're having a meal every single time, but they're definitely visiting them. You know what? Not to disparage this guy, but no one's no one's checking in on this dude's story. We don't know. <laughs> you think he's lying? You think fake news? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying he might have gone to 300 and been like, man, that was all of them. You know, he's getting up there. I can't verify the authenticity of this experience. That's all I'm saying. Maybe he's just insane and he's been like driving to the same Cracker Barrel and he's like, number 675, honey. And his wife's like, yep, this idiot. <laughs> he doesn't know. 40 years from age 40 to age 80, traveling to all the Cracker Barrels, man. That's so much. You're acting like when you bring those weird dark tech articles of like robots taking over. <laughs> that's how you're and how I react. That's how you're reacting to this. Shocked and horrified. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's a bit of an overreaction for me, but it's just something about it. I think as an achiever, too, thinking 40 years spent visiting Cracker Barrels. It's a, it's not a great accomplishment. It's not. It's really not. The The return on investment for that 40-year period of this like one tweet that says congratulations <laughs> is probably not super worthwhile. I, I wonder how Cracker Barrel feels and if they're like, gosh, you wasted that much time <laughs> going to our dumb restaurant. <laughs> I'm going to imagine, I'm going to create a scenario in my own mind for this happy man where he's just traveling a lot and has a lot to see. And Cracker Rail is just one part of the story. That's how I'm going to get through this article. No, dude. He drives to a city just for Cracker Barrel. No, <laughs> no, I don't want to know that. They have those games. I think he plays them every time he goes. He gets ignoramus every time. <laughs> he's like damn 40 years later <laughs> I still can't crack it <laughs> I haven't been able to crack it yet <laughs> okay speaking of weird things that tell a story of Americana decay check this beautiful video out oh my god <laughs> this is a monster this is an abomination burn it with fire <laughs> so it's this, it's this YouTube video of a I don't actually know where it is. It looks like a Chuck E. Cheese. One of these restaurants where they have a band. Oh, yeah, no, it's Chuck E. Cheese. I see I see the dude himself up on the stage. And so it's uh, the animatronic band playing. Chucky's got the microphone, hands over to some purple dude on the keyboard. And there's, what, like a, a rabbit or a, a goose or something and a, a bear on the guitar. And it keeps panning past what looks like Mario on the drums. And there's this weird box... And inside of that box, hidden away, is this animatronic that just looks like it's trying to say, Kill me. <laughs> Kill me now. I don't want to live. It's a sad <laughs> sight. It almost looks like its eyes are about to fall out. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah, like the rubber piece <laughs> that is, you know, the <laughs> creating the character is like badly destroyed and falling off. And his eye is droopy. And the other, like... Uh, animatronics are in like fine enough shape but this guy he's so off to the corner that he is super neglected I don't know what happened to him why didn't they just fix him up man it's so sad wait 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 look look to the right pizza cans restoration in Virgin uh, Richmond Virginia Chuck E. Cheese so they fixed him I think restoration oh my god this, yeah this is a story of redemption yeah I like that can I show you something else go for it bro check this out oh no
No, you're lying. You found one? Oh, yes. I found an advertisement for 1998 era Netflix. This is not a real ad. So, if I could narrate. So, horrible music. Really dated. Binoculars fly across the screen. It says you'll never have to fight again to get a copy of a new release. And two really cheesy looking boxing gloves appear on screen and fist bump. And just all the while, like, different copy and text is flying by. It's like scrolling through, almost like like you held your finger down on a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, it really does look that way. <laughs> it just feels like they made each individual slide. Gosh, this is bad. And then it's Netflix's horrible original logo. Ugh. That logo is something special. So it's the word net, and then it has like a film reel kind of wrapping around it and surrounding it like a six. And then on the other side is the word flicks.com. Trademark. The copy at the end of it says, you can rent two DVDs for just four bucks each. Rent an additional title for a measly $3 each. It says measly. It says, it says measly. Four bucks and measly $3. That is some, that is some untested, unthought through copy. And why does it, why does a pair of binoculars fly across at the beginning? What is that? What's that supposed to represent? (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to watch it. I've watched it a million times already now. <laughs> Just kind of goes straight across. You won't. Oh, you won't have to search for a video. Search for. Uh, yeah. Like I used to hate it when I'd go to Blockbuster and I'd bring a pair of binoculars. But even with the binoculars, <laughs> I couldn't find the copy of There's Something About Mary that I was searching for. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, you know, to be fair, $4 to rent a DVD was probably pretty good. I feel like DVDs were always way more expensive. Like when we would go to Blockbuster, we would always get VHS because it was mad cheap. Clearly, at the beginning, Netflix was not doing like a subscription, huh? $4 for a, for a DVD. Pretty weird. Speaking of weird as heck, bro, did you see this? <laughs> oh, no. Mom arrested over 12-year-old daughter's tattoo? Yeah. The mother of a 12-year-old girl has been arrested after a, quote, Jesus loves, end quote, tattoo was spotted on the daughter's shoulder. So, wait, it was a tattoo that said Jesus loves? Apparently, bro. (laughs) It's pretty bad. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a pretty crappy tattoo that says Jesus loves over a weird kind of bubbly cross. So, it's the whole thing is pretty suspect. Uh, This mom, she was with her daughter at a friend's house at a Super Bowl party. What? I know, I know. And there was this amateur tattoo artist there. What? <laughs> I know. And the daughter really wanted to get a tattoo. And so the mom was like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> and then the tattoo artist proceeded to tattoo this minor. But that's not all. There was other minors that got tattoos as well that evening. I've been going to the wrong <laughs> Super Bowl parties. Every time that I go to Super Bowl party, it's just like five people eating chips. This person's getting lit. Oh, and so also there's video of the tattoo artist tattooing several people there, including, in quotations, a number of minors. <laughs> that is so weird. It's difficult to imagine how, as a parent, you think it's appropriate to supervise or allow someone to give your child a tattoo at that age. So while it is incredibly stupid of this parent, I believe, is that not her jurisdiction, though? The artist got arrested. And the mom got arrested for child endangerment and, you know, uh, a child crime or whatever. They both got arrested. But should the mom, and I'm asking like seriously, like legally, 
Isn't that the mom's jurisdiction and prerogative if she wants to let her kid? I didn't know that it was illegal to have a tattoo as a minor. I mean, I, I thought you had to have your permission. Yeah. Under 18, you need a parent's signature or something like that, like with earrings or whatever. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't know that it was a thing like that. Apparently. Apparently. This news channel ran a poll asking, are tattoos under the age of 18 appropriate? To which 72% of people said no. I guess the world agrees with the police. You don't have a tattoo. No, I don't. But I'm cool with tattoos. I would love to get a tattoo. Yeah, I don't have a tattoo. And I do feel like that is a thing of if you want a tattoo at 15, you're probably going to want a different tattoo at 25. Fair, fair. And you're going to want a different tattoo at 35. Yes, that's true. That's the thing, though, right, is that it's really weird to say don't get a tattoo under 18. But when you're 18, it's totally cool because you are perfectly mature and you will never grow from this point forward. Right. I mean, it seems it's it's really arbitrary. I don't know what the difference between a 17 year old and a 19 year old really is in regards to judgment making when it comes to a tattoo or something like that. So that's true. I mean, do I think that a 12 year old should have a tattoo? Probably not. That's probably bad parenting. But I don't know if it's a punishable, like arrest worthy offense. Yeah, it's dumb. But I don't know if that mom should be in trouble. Like. There's parents that don't send their kids to school and just homeschool them and live off the land. Like, they have full jurisdiction over their kids. I don't think I'd arrest that lady. Uh, I have another li- a link for you that I want to I want to share real quick, which is Orlando news hmm. that I I thought I needed you to weigh in on, which is we just asked the question, would you arrest this woman? Now I ask you, would you ride this crazy thing? You know where the Orlando Eye is? That huge Ferris wheel. Yeah. Well, they're putting something right next to it. Oh, no. That Orlando eye, it just looks so rickety. I don't know. I think you've answered my question. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Foundation has been poured for the world's tallest star flyer. So a star flyer is like, it's one of those crazy things where you sit in like a like a, a bench on a, on a rope, and then the whole thing rotates. <gasps> no, 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 <laughs> no. I just looked it up. Oh, God, no, that's even worse. Uh, yeah, that's pretty serious, huh? That is too high. That should be illegal. That should be illegal. Why are we arresting moms tattooing kids when we could be arresting people trying to build this thing? Someone's ah, that's my fear is always that like one of them just snaps off and like, like fling someone. Oh God. Why would you ever ride one of those? There's one in Copenhagen, Denmark that is 260 feet. What's the tallest one? This is going to be the tallest one. (laughs) Orlando, get your crap together. Oh, and then you're basically sideways. Ugh. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, no, no. All right, well, my question was, how do you feel about this? And by God, did I learn. I feel not horrible. Well. <laughs> no, not well at all. Ugh, gosh, 420 feet. Why would you build something that tall? Ugh. I feel like this segment is just me making guttural noises. Ugh. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> and now we have Ben's guttural corner. Bro, did you see this? I recently saw an article on Twitter. In the past couple episodes, we have had unpopular opinions. Rise of the Cobra. I thought Wonder Woman was trash. And so I saw this on Twitter, and it made me think, oh, it's true. I'll just throw out some quick hits. Okay. I think Johnny Depp is a horrible actor. Don't like him at all. I think the movie Sahara 
with uh, Matthew McConaughey is fantastic. All right. You know, so what are, what are your most unpopular opinions? People are saying these things, right? Okay, so we got pizza is overrated, but it's got 1.8 thousand likes. Summer is awful. Indefensible season. <laughs> The West Wing was boring. Oh, that one hits me deep. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can read this list. Hey, this one. There's there's one on here that is exactly mine. Lord of the Rings is the most overrated set of films in the history of mankind. I hate those movies, and you know I hate those movies, Ben. <sighs> I feel like you need to give them another chance. I did. No, you didn't. Couldn't get through it. No. By the end of it, I was rooting for the bad guy. Look, The Hobbit, hot trash, dumpster fire. No, I was, I'm talking about Fellowship of the Rings, bro. No way! Fellowship of the Rings is so good. No, you remember that evil orc that's like tracking him down the whole movie in Fellowship of the Rings? Yeah. I was, I was for him. I was pro that dude. Wait. <laughs> Wait, why do you... <laughs> Why do you not like it? I was so annoyed by everyone that I was like, I was into that work. I was hoping he was going to win the fight. <laughs> what about it was annoying to you, though? Everything that, it just is not a good movie. It's just so long, and there's it's just really this meandering plot, and the characters aren't particularly likable, and nothing ever really necessarily happens, and things that should happen don't happen, and things that shouldn't happen do happen, and oh, dude, just everything about that movie rubs me the wrong way. <sighs> It hurts me. I'm trying to find the orc. Yeah, I know I know his face. Oh, uh, Lurks. Oh, <laughs> he has a name. I think at the end he like gets beheaded. And I was like, oh man, that was sad. That was my, that was the one moment of emotion that the movie got out of me. The other thing that I am known to do that I know that you do not appreciate is the fact that I really don't mind consuming any bit of media <sighs> in some strange chunks. So this happened a while ago when we were, when, what was it? Was it Jessica Jones or Daredevil came out or something like it that? It was with Stranger Things. <laughs> Stranger Things, yeah. And you and I, I think, were probably watching it at the same time. And you'd keep asking me where I was. And the answer would be like 15 minutes into the third episode or something like that. Because the way that I would always watch it was I would just watch it when I was working out. And as soon as that workout was done, click, click that, click that show on pause and i don't think that you're into that and and why don't you and 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 drew why don't you tell me did you ever finish stranger things <laughs> well yeah that's yeah yeah that's what i thought but and you know what that i mean hey we'll, we'll we'll transition from one unpopular thing to the next i don't like finishing things you know that i've never watched the last season of luther I've never watched the last season of the newsroom. I've never watched the last few episodes of the first season of Legion, which is a show that I really liked because I don't know. I just don't like not having any more of that thing in the world, especially when I find out like a TV show is canceled. I'll just immediately give up on it. Not because I like don't want to commit to it, but because I'm like, oh, well, I definitely need to to squirrel those episodes away for a rainy day later. So, yeah, that's a weird thing I do. But it blows my mind that you don't like that resolution. I don't know. Resolution for me is cathartic and I it is essential to who Ben Lopez is. I need finality. I need things to be wrapped up in a nice, neat little bow because life does not afford me that luxury. So the least I can do is finish finish my media and my podcasts and my books and my movies. I need it to end. I need there to be a stopping point.
gonna blast off from my neighborhood. Gonna fly real fast throughout outer space. Finally touch down at Chucky's place. So sing with me, every boy and girl. It's a Chucky G summer and it's out of this world. Say, Nah, nah, nah. 